In today's show, I challenge you to take off the limits so that you can do what you need to do. But I don't only tell you that you have to take off the limits, I also help you and I'm empowering you how to take off the limits. I'm showing you which things in your life may be limiting you, which things in your life may hold you back from doing the stuff that you were supposed to do, that you were purposed to do, that you were born to do. So please stay tuned until after the intro so that we can look at how we can help you to take off the limits so that you can do what you need to do and what you want to do. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest and now let's move on to today's episode. Hi, it's Yanni again and welcome to today's show. It's great to have you with me and today we are really digging into some deep stuff. And I trust that these things will help you because we're really l- going to look at leadership challenges. And what we're specifically dealing with today is fear of success. Because unless you get rid of the fear, it'll hold you back from the success that you have to accomplish in your life. And you have to release almost like the emergency brakes that's holding you back and start rolling. If you don't do that, you're gonna stay right where you are. It's really like a car where you put on the emergency brakes and you cannot move forward. And it's time to take a closer look at your commitment to complete your full purpose. Now this is in line with a message that we just uh, did a few days ago. And it's so hard and so serious on my heart and that's why you will have noticed over the last few days there's a seriousness and there's an impact because there's a battle that you and I are facing and we have to do what we need to do and we have to take it to full completion otherwise we're not going to succeed and if you and I are not committed to complete the full purpose that we were born for you and I will be set aside and we will move Uh, be moved out of the way to make space for someone else who is committed to complete their full purpose. Now exactly where today is going to go I cannot promise you now but I just speak from my heart as it flows through me and I just trust that you will hear as I speak and that light and and the cutting edge of the sword of this word that goes out from my mouth that it'll help you and that'll even help me to do what we're supposed to do. Now, fear is basically just limitations. And the limitations that are holding you back, that held me back, uh, were fear of criticism, it was fear of exposure, it was fear of commitment, it was fear of failure, and it was fear of success. Yes, can you believe it? Fear of success. Because we don't really want to be exposed and we don't want to be exploited by other people as well and that's why these things when we look at it we think yeah but I need exposure I need criticism to take me forward but inherently you and I are afraid of that because when we are criticized we want to cringe back I want to go and sit on a heap and I just want to sulk and the same thing with all these other things and success is really I, it's as if many people are so afraid of success because they, 
they've heard of people and have seen people that have done exploits in their life and they've become very successful and then they just fall by the wayside. Their lives are being broken apart, their families fall, fall apart and they are just destroyed. And it's because of one single simple little principle. They did not stay humble. So right from the onset, if I can install this into you today, be humble and stay humble. This is what, was, uh, what I was prompted with a few days ago, a few weeks actually ago, and it's stay humble, Yanni. Never leave your dependency on God. Never. Don't ever think that you can do anything in your own strength and in your own power. But with that, I don't say sit on, on your blessed assurance and just wait. No, that's not what I'm saying. If you go back and you go and listen to the message that I spoke a few, uh, to you a few days ago, be fully committed to complete your full purpose. There you will remember where I spoke to you as God spoke to Moses. Moses didn't even cry out to God. He was just encouraging the other people. And yet God, God spoke to him and he said, why are you crying out to me? What have you got in your hand? And God was pointing out the staff that Moses had in his hand, which was actually God's staff, because that staff that Moses had in his hand, God showed him how to use it to conquer the enemy. And the, the word that you and I have in our mouths, that is like the sword of the Spirit, the sword of the Word of God that goes out and that can accomplish what you and I need to accomplish. It is vital for us. And you and I need to have a desire. And the first desire that you and I have to, to have in our hearts is to have God's best for our lives. Because if you do not want God's best for your life, you're not going to get the best. So you have to be focused on that. And that is exactly what God wants to give you. Because when you look at nature around you, everywhere where you look, when you look at a tree, when you look at flowers, when you even look at the grass, when they bring forth seed, there's plenty of seed on each one of those little stalks of grass. There are multiple seeds and that only comes from one seed. So everything in nature, there's abundance. And yet we are many times we are held back and we don't want to go forward. And I'm telling you whether you've been on the road for one year, for one month, or whether you've been on the road for 30 years or even 50 years, it's not too late. See all this time as preparation because you've been prepared for this day. You and I are in a battle. When we look at the stuff around us, many people say, yes, it's the end of everything. I'm telling you, it's not the end. We have lots of stuff to do. We have got lots of work to do. And that's why this message is so crucial and it's so critical and you and I really have to be sober we have to see what's going on around us and if you and I have to stay humble and if we don't stay humble we're going to be taken out if we run out there and try to do things in our own strength it's not going to work and this is why it's so important to use your imagination because your imagination are really the deep thoughts of your heart and this imagination is 
it's like a womb. This is what this word imagination means when you go and look in the ancient scriptures. It really means it's a womb. And there, uh, something must be conceived there. Conception must take place right in your imagination, right here in your heart. And then this will start painting a picture. And as you imagine or um, meditate on this picture in your imagination, it will become more and more vivid and it will become more and more real to the point where you can see it, you can almost feel it, you can touch it, you can smell it, although it might not be out there in the physical yet. And you and I cannot function with our imagination because words paint pictures and we think in pictures. We use pictures to teach other people. That's how we have to operate. And as I'm speaking to you here, I really trust that you will see these pictures as I'm speaking, that it will not only be words, but that you will see in your imagination the purpose that you've been born for. There's a reason why you've been born for, and this is crunch time. This is the time where whatever is inside of you has to come out. So I'm not just encouraging you. I'm going ahead. I'm going forward. I have to do what I have to do on a daily basis. And you have to see the results. You have to see the results that you want. Because if you are keeping uh, these things in your imagination and it really becomes uh, part of you, it, it is as if it is settled in your heart. And when you see this, when you see it so vividly and you see it so clearly on a daily basis, you will remember it. And how are you going to do this? You're going to just sit and you're going to think on these things and you're going to imagine. I'll I'll dig into this a little bit deeper just as, as we move along. And the reason why it is so vital that you and I communicate with people in pictures is that people will do what they see. That's why it says, write the vision down, make it plain on tablets so those who run by it will grab the vision and will run with the vision because you cannot accomplish everything that you need to do on your own. There are other people that will be uh, gathered around you that will help you to fulfill the vision that you have, to accomplish that vision, to take it and to bring it to completion. It's really not only you, but there are people around you that will help you to take this vision and really take it to completion. And you know, a child has to be conceived before it's born. Just as an idea has to be conceived before it is born. So first of all, that little baby is is conceived right in his mother's womb. And then he develops in there. But to her, it's not just something. To her, it's a living person. And she becomes to... uh, become so attached to this little baby inside of her womb. And the day when it, when all the pains and everything is there, when this little baby is born, the moment that baby is born, all the pain and everything is just forgotten. And that mother just wants to hold that baby and just nurture that little baby close to her, uh, to her body. And it's exactly the same thing with an idea. That idea has to be conceived in your imagination in your mind before it can be born. So that is how you get something from the unseen into the seen realm. You see it, 
by meditating on it. So you think about it. You think about it often. You think about it all the time. You speak about it. And if you have pictures of, of, of some sorts of what you have in your mind and in your heart, put it up so that you can see it all the time. But then also, there are many people who also have lots of things that they imagine, things that they want to accomplish, but it's evil stuff. It's not good. And that's what you and I are feeling and seeing coming at us all the time, especially at this time in our lives. It's as if there's, there's a, an army coming and they're coming closer and closer and they're closing in around us. But you and I have to stand up and that's why those ideas that they have, those imaginations are vain. It's like right in the beginning where the guys wanted to build this Tower of Babel. And it was evil intentions that they had. And those ideas had to be broken. And this is what you and I need to do at this time. We need to break down all these evil imaginations that are coming against you, that's coming against me, that's coming against all humanity. And it's getting more and more intense. Now I'm going to give you a little bit of a testimony here. Many, many years ago, I was diagnosed with a problem with my colon. And the doctor said to me, I will never be able to live a normal life again. Some some of the the, uh, surgeons, of course, they just wanted to cut. They wanted to remove my colon. But I decided I will not have that. I will trust God. And you know what? I had to do, I got a picture of a healthy colon and I put it on my computer's desktop. So wherever and whenever I worked on my computer in my office, there was always this little picture. Many people didn't even know what it was, but I knew what it was. It was a picture of a healthy colon. So I saw myself having that healthy colon and by God's love, it's healthy today. All the, the, uh, the prophets of doom, all the doctors that said, I will never be able to live a normal life again. They were wrong because I took God on his word and it's almost as if I planned it. It was not in my own strength, but that is what it means to plan something according to the word of God. So we take these things, we put it out there, we meditate on that because that is what God has for us. And God is also here to help us to get an image in, on the inside of us. And this image that you and I have in our imagination is like a governor. And a governor is like a limiter. But you can also, a governor can also be an enabler. In, 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 in normal terms, it's a governor is, it limits. So say, for example, on some cars, and especially some of the very Uh, fast cars, some of the supercars, it's got a governor on it. So it cannot go faster than a certain speed. But when you take that governor off, then that car is enabled to go as fast as it was made originally to go. And that's how you and I are. We must take this governor away, these limitations, these fear things that coming against us, this uh, fear of success and all these other things. We must get rid of those things so that we can move on. And how do you do that? You change the image on the inside of you that limits you. You have to remove that image that limits you and you have to replace it with an image that doesn't have any limits because we 
should not have any limits because we were not created to have any limits. Anything that you and I set our hands to should prosper and it will prosper. I'm prophesying over your life, it will prosper. And something very practical. In the physical, if there's no conception, there's no birth or no manifestation. That's in the physical. In the unseen, it's exactly the same. If you don't have any image or your imagination is not working or you, you don't conceive anything in the unseen, there's no birth or no manifestation of that thing that must be uh, manifested in, into the physical. So that is the way that you and I were made. And here I'm going to give you like, it's like an explosive revelation. Turn your imagination loose. Do you hear what I say? I say turn your imagination loose. Sit and start dreaming. But now you may ask, but how do I do it? How do I accomplish what God wants me to do? This is how you do it. You spend a lot of time just dreaming. You, but you have to spend time. And especially over the last time, I've been reprimanded. I've been told you don't spend enough time imagining. You have to set aside time, whether it's one day in the week or whether it's a few hours during the day. You have to spend a lot of time just dreaming, just imagining. And here is something that T.L. Lawrence or Lawrence of Arabia that he said. And this is, it is so cool to me. He said, all men dream, but not equally. Those who dream by night in the dusty recesses of their minds wake up in the day to find it is just vanity. But the dreamers of the day are dangerous men because they can act their dreams with open eyes to make it possible. Wow, man, when I heard this, when I saw this, I realized it is so powerful when you and I dreaming during the day when we are even conscious these dreams are almost dangerous for these forces of darkness they are very dangerous for me because you and I can act our dreams with open eyes to make it possible isn't that cool well to me it's it's amazing so I trust that you will you will see it in the same light and hope is your anchor and you know when we look at the word hope Hope is very much the same as imagination. It's something that's also, that has to be conceived. That's what hope means. So if you hope for something, it's something that's not seen yet. But to you, it's so vivid and it's so clear. And that's why you can hold on to it. And when you get your hope up, which is a positive imagination, then it brings forth and it keeps you going. It keeps you strong and it keeps you wanting to move on and to move forward. But then there's a proverb that says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. So that's the other side of the coin. So if you don't have something to hope for, if there's nothing that you can hold on to, it really makes you sick. And some people even get physically sick. And that's how, how powerful our mind and our imagination is. And many years ago, Judy and I were sitting on an airport. We were on our way somewhere and I was just reading. 
And all of a sudden, I just heard this voice speaking to me and it said, Yanni, if you can see it, you can have it. And at that time, I didn't understand it. I asked many people, I asked some of the guys that, that I've been walking with for a long time. I said, what does this mean? I, they said, well, you know, it's true. If you can see it, you can have it. I said, but what does it mean? But today I realized, and this only came to me years after. I don't know why it took so long, but it only came to me years after. And that's when I realized, if I can imagine it, then I can have it. And although some people said to me, yeah, but you must just, it's just a picture. Just, just see a picture. I didn't know how to see this picture. I haven't been taught how to just dream. Because when we're little, when we're little children, there we dream. We've got all these dreams and stuff and we go to places that no one has even ever thought of. But as we go through school and through all these things, all these things are dampened. Our imagination is quenched. We're not allowed to dream anymore. Don't sit and daydream in the class. Don't do that. Don't do that. And it's not good. We have to dream. So don't quench that. And faith is really what this is all about. Because when you have this hope, this is your faith. And it's an invisible force. It will drive you forward. It will keep you standing. And it will just help you to accomplish anything and everything that you need to do. And you know, here's the interesting thing, what I just said about children. Children believe they can do anything. I heard a story not too long ago of a teacher who asked in a, in a classroom of uh, small little children, toddlers, and he said, who of you can draw? And everyone in the class put up their hands. And I can guarantee if you go and do the same with, with children that are, say, in, in, the, in their teens, only one or two will put up their hands because they've been indoctrinated. They cannot draw. These young little ones, these young minds, they can do anything. They can draw. They don't care what other people think of their drawing. For them, their drawing is a masterpiece. And that is how you and I supposed to be. And that's how we want to be. Because when we imagine these things, that is when you and I will be able to do the greater works. But we have to meditate and see it. And then go do and obey God's commands. And this is what God says. He says, you love me when you obey my commands. And one of the things that he says, he says, I have given you everything, everything. So you and I must take that. We must get a picture of that in our minds and we must get to the point where we manifest that in the physical. But a point of, of, um, of warning, if you wish, you cannot do in your own mind, in your own strength. We cannot. And another thing, I cannot do what I have not seen myself doing. And this is very important. And I never understood this. But now I do. When I see myself doing something, and I've been really blessed over the last months where this has become more and more vivid in my life. I can go and I can sit and I can think about a problem and I can see everything how it fits together and I get a solution. And that's really cool to me and I, I just want to leave that with you. So if you have something that you need to do, even if it's a physical thing, if, if it's a lock that you need to fix or something like that, 
Just go and sit and go and walk around the building or go and uh, walk through the park and just think about this and get a picture of this and you'll see how the pieces come together, how you can, uh, how you're going to fix this lock. The first idea that you get might not work, but as you go and as you get more uh, in tuned with these unseen uh, things, how they, they operate and how it works in your life, you will see how more and more accurate you're getting as you go along. Now this I'm going to tell you, and I want you to put your name in here and you, because this is what came to me the day when I received this, uh, this impartation. So put your name in here. You have conditioned yourself to block and suppress your feelings and emotions. And that's what many of us do. Now I'm going to share this testimony with you. Judy and I lived in, in a different country at one stage. Now I love the, the African bush where I was born. I love it, but I never allowed myself to think about it. And I, think it, I thought it was cool at the time because I, I, every time it came up, I just suppressed it. But the more I suppressed it, the more I suppressed other areas of my life as well. I didn't allow myself to dream anymore. So you and I have to lay these things down that we've suppressed and we have to allow ourselves to imagine the good that God has promised us. And he's only promised us good things because he loves you. Yes, and you may even cry. If you're a boy or you, whether you're a man, you may also cry. And remember, God will always love you. And I don't exclude you girls. Whatever you need to do, you can do. You are not excluded. You're precious in God's sight. You as a person, whether you're a man or a woman, you are precious in God's sight because he made you that way. He didn't want you any other way. That's why he made you exactly the way that you are. And you cannot make a difference or a greater impact in the world around you if you do not see yourself doing it. It's just vital. And that's why it's almost as if it, it, it's, a, it's a training process, a training ground. You had to start sort of at the bottom and you had to be trained in almost like the simple things. And that's what I many times said to, to Judy as well. I said, I can see things in the physical and how to fix things. But when it comes to the unseen, I couldn't do it. And then one day I realized, but I'm speaking that over me. And I started changing that. And the moment I started changing that, I became more and more effective, even in this unseen things, to get these things, to imagine these things and bring these things to reality. And the same with you. So unless you see yourself doing things, you cannot make a greater impact in the world and in the people's lives around you. And the experiences that you were allowed to um, impact you uh, in an effort to exclude some of these things, when you let go of these things, then you will see you somehow rise up higher because it becomes a reality in your life. There's also a saying that says you are the prophet of your own life. So everything that you speak on your, into and over your own life 
it will become real. So rather speak the truth and speak life and those things will become true rather than speaking all kinds of trash and begin to see you as God sees you. God gave you everything. I heard someone a a while ago saying that in the Bible, there's more than 7,000 promises that God has given us. So why do we want to go somewhere else and look for a bunch of negative stuff if we can go to, to our creator and say, I want what you have for me. But he's got certain laws and he's got certain principles that you and I have to abide by, that we have to obey so that we can get these things flowing into our lives. There were a time when people told me, I will never amount to anything. And you know what I did? I allowed those words to form a picture on the inside of me. And those things limited me because that brought something into my life where I never wanted other people to look at me and think I'm a pumpkin. I always tried to get people's attention and totally in the wrong ways. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what people think about you. Today, I don't care what anyone thinks about me because I need to do what I need to do and I want to accomplish what I've been born for. And that's why I'm bringing you this life-giving truth and I know that you are sucking this up, that you are drinking this in because this is words of life that I'm giving you today. And at this point, I'm asking you, please share this message with someone who needs to hear this. Someone who's walking and they may be super successful, but their lives are broken apart. Their families are broken apart. They don't have anything to look forward to. Please share this message with someone who needs this message. So help me to get this message out so that we can get people to the point where they need to do what they've been called to do. This is time for doing. This is not time for sitting and, oh, I want to learn a little bit more. We have to move forward. This is crucial times. We have to take what we have and we have to move forward. And how do we do that? We have to take off the limitations. We have to take and remove these images on the inside of us that are limiting us. And we have to change the image on, on the inside of us in our imagination to comply to God's word. You must see yourself prospering. You must see yourself ra- um, raising people from the dead. You must see yourself healing the sick. You must see yourself ministering to thousands. You must see yourself having millions of visits to your websites or if you have a message or people connecting with you and it can go on and on but you have to see what God has for you because everything that you need to do to reach other people you need resources and once you start doing what you need to do the resources will come to you you have to change the cheap image on the inside of you and you have to change that to a richness Because God is a rich God. Like I said to you, everything around you, look at the grass, look at the trees, look at everything. There's abundance. There's always abundance. Most trees doesn't only have one flower. It doesn't just bring forth one seed. It brings forth multiple seeds. And you and I have to conceive this miracle before we can give birth to this miracle. 
we have to first conceive it and I always used to limit everything that God wanted me to do by looking at what resources I had I was always looking at what I had I was always thinking how can I make this stuff more and that's not what he says he says look away from this stuff look away from it so just ask for forgiveness and just go forth forward so what do should you rather do plan stuff without asking what it will cost in other words what do you want God to do what do you want to build what do you want to broadcast what do you want to do in people's lives rather start asking those questions and and stop looking at the means how you're going to get there because God has much 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 more for you so do what you need to do and the funds will be available it will be available for you so that you can move forward and you can move on and do what you want to do now I'm going to give you an example of what Jesus did at one stage he had a whole bunch of people around him and he was teaching these people and I think they were there for a few days three days or something and the people were hungry and Jesus looked at these disciples he's, he's, um, uh, the people who were walking with him and he said to them okay I want you to go and give food to these people and they said what you want us to go and buy food at this time for, the, for all these people? We don't have enough money. And Jesus said to them, but what do you have? And they only had a few fish and a few loaves of bread. And listen to what he did. Jesus took these little fish and he took the, the, the loaves and he blessed it. He looked up and he thanked God for what he had. He did not curse the little bit that he had. He didn't say, oh my goodness, but I don't have enough. He blessed what he had. He was thankful for what he had. But he looked up and he looked away from these things. And you know what happened? Everybody got fed. And you know what? Many people ate and there was lots and lots of leftovers. So if God is your source for everything, then you will never have lack. And I'm preaching to you, but I'm preaching to myself as well. Because I have to be focused and I have to stop trying to do everything. I have to stop doing all these things and I have to do what I'm called to do. And this is one of the things to enable you to do what you are called to do. That's why I'm bringing this message to you. And this is not just a message of encouragement. This is a message to get you going. Because you and I need to move. And I'm speaking this, this word to you and I'm speaking this word so that it's almost like there where the Israelites were in, in that message that I told you about where the Red Sea had to be parted. Otherwise, God's people would have been killed there by the Egyptians. But Moses had to take his rod and he had to um, hold it over the sea so that the sea can part and the Israelites could uh, pass through on dry ground. And that same sea where, the, where God's people walked through where you and I can walk through now, that same sea killed all the enemies of God's people. Every one of the enemy drowned there because God said, I will not allow these people not to honor me. I will exalt myself and I will be honored uh, throughout the entire world. And these Egyptians will see today that I am God. They are not 
what they think they are. So it's very important to hear that. Now, I'm going to share a little bit uh, here about meditation. What is meditation? Meditation is basically just you go and sit down and you start thinking by using your imagination. We've talked about all these things, but the interesting thing is or the important thing is go and sit down, sit in a quiet spot. If you have to go and sit in a library where it's quiet, it's good. If you've got a, a, a space at home, or wherever, go and sit in the, in, the, in the forest, wherever you need to go. But go and sit down and just start thinking by using your imagination. And keep imagining and thinking deep until you see the picture that you want to see. It may not come right away. And especially if you do it for the first or the second or the third time, it might, might not come right away. Because you have to train your mind, you have to train your imagination to really bring these things that you want to see and that you need to see. But think deep until you see the picture. And then when you see this picture, and this picture is clear, then you take action on what you imagined or what you saw. So it's not just going to be a thing of you just going to uh, sit there and you're just going to uh, imagine you're just going to meditate on these things, but you have to take action on everything that you see there that you do. It may not be right away. It may be a little ways in the future, but it will happen. You will have to take action. So if you have a business and you're struggling in your business, see your business go beyond struggling. See your business prospering. You have to look beyond um, what you have in your hands and take God's word to see by looking what he has for you and for your business. So go and look at that because scripture is full of examples where Jesus specifically even taught specifically on finances. The whole book of Proverbs, all those Proverbs are specially given for business, it's business principles that you and I have there. So to conclude this, um, this show today, stop playing it safe. Stop playing it safe. Dream big, see yourself successful and do what you need to do. Do these things, go and sit down and imagine and you have to see it on the inside and it will manifest in the physical. Man, this is such a, as you can hear, I'm so passionate about what I shared with you today because this is not a message just to take lightly and just go and sit on this message. This is a message to get you going. This is a message to get you to do what you need to do because I have to do what I need to do. I do what I need to do every single day and these things that, that confront me at this time, many of these things are totally impossible. And by that I know that those are things that God has placed in my, uh, in my heart, in my hand, in my heart, and also because He is the only one who can accomplish it. I cannot accomplish it by the little means that I have. So thank you so much for listening to me, for bearing with me. And thank you for receiving this message, this message of life, this message. And thank you that you allow me to impart it into your life. Thank you for being with me. 
please help me to take this message out. Go to my website if you, if you feel in your heart stirred up that you want to do that. Please help me there. Just share this message or donate or partner with me on a, on a, a long-term basis so that we can get this message out and so that we can get people moving in the direction that they need to move because you and I are in a fight. We're in a war like we've never seen before. And thank you for being with me. Thank you for being the leader that you've been called to, to be. And I encourage you, do what you need to do. I'm looking forward to chatting with you in the next show. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.